Not sure if the path of your parents is the path for you? What questions do you begin with? What does self-discovery feel like? My journey of self-discovery has been both my privilege and my tribulation. I have lived life differently than most. I offer educational sessions on how to pursue your path. Links and contacts are in the bios. Welcome to High with John David, a Sex and Humans podcast production, where we start to talk about global culture, the entrance and the existence of ourselves and the presentation of ourselves into global culture, and really starting to examine what it's like to be a human being in a world that is so rapidly changing that our ancestors, even our own parents, really just could not prepare us for this. So in this episode, we want to talk about the pursuit of peace and how that applies to our lives today. The pursuit of peace is an idea that I present often to my coaching clients, to my friends, and something that I try and use within my own daily life, which is to examine the circumstances of our lives with the perception that is to maintain peace. And what does that peace cost? And so oftentimes when we run into conflict, that is when this is most difficult. When we're walking in a field, when we're listening to nice music, when we're having a great day, maintaining peace is really easy. We find that something that just comes naturally. So sometimes we fail to acknowledge the effort it takes to maintain peace in the world of conflict. That conflict can be with other human beings. That conflict can be with the circumstances around us. That conflict can be with just the way life is right now. So the choices that we make and the way that we think about our surroundings and the people that are involved in them is the only thing that we can control when it comes to maintaining our peace. Our peace is something that if we hold it as a highest priority and we chunk up all the way to the top of what we need as human beings. I would argue peace is right there. And so when we engage with people, we often stop at what we want, what we think we want, or what we want them to think we want. And that may or may not be a perception of peace. A few examples. You're in a conflict with your boss and they're just not understanding and they are just not doing the thing that you want and they don't think they're you're doing the thing that they want and this happens often and frequently in several of my different clients that i speak with where they think that corporate america or uh running some of my clients in corporate Europe, where the organization itself is defunct and in chaos and nobody knows what they're doing. But of course, my clients, they are correct. They understand what's going on. And, and if only if everyone would just see it their way, then there would be peace. And that's where a lot of people stop, surprisingly. And, and so they attempt to force their will. They attempt to make a case for themselves. They make a case for their perspective and their point of view, often at the cost of their peace. And I want to express that I don't think it's wrong to stand up for yourself. That's not what this podcast is about. 
But maintaining your peace and standing up for yourself are, I would argue, the same thing. And so in that specific example, we have to ask ourselves, what do we want? What are we responsible for? Where is our peace truly? If you own the company, then your perspective is different than if you're just an employee of the company. And one thing that I find is happening, especially amongst millennials, is this attachment to their job or their career as part of their personal identity. And so when the company dismisses them or invalidates them or invalidates their ideas or just simply doesn't listen to their ideas, even though their job is specifically to give those ideas, they get very frustrated. They feel slighted. They feel as if they're not being valued. And in turn, they, they are personally affected by this professional relationship. And looking at your value of peace is the ability to detach. The ability to say, what is my job? My job is to give ideas. And have I done that job? If the answer to that question is yes, then you're finished. Your piece is done. Maintain it. To extend yourself any further than that is only going to cause you heartache and potentially hardship for your employment within the company. It is not your job to make sure others hear your truth. It is only your job to present your truth as clearly as possible. In a more personal context, there was a client that was frustrated with a relationship that they had felt has been dissolving. And as that relationship dissolves, the tighter they grab, of course, the sand sifts through their fingers. But the reason that that happens is because oftentimes we will either manipulate our truth. That's, I think, much more common from a more cultural idea, especially from the boomer generation down to Gen Z. Um, that whole arc of generational communication tends to be, well, if you tell them this, they'll actually do that. And if you want them to do that, then tell them this, even though it's not true. But as we've all gotten a little wise to that game, we start to pick up on it. We start to sense that the other person is not being all but honest. Or we really get in tune and we realize the other person is actively trying to manipulate us. And then we reject and resent them, even if they're right. So as we progress in our culture, the presentation of truth becomes incredibly important. But it's important also to remember that you are not going to be able to control how someone hears your truth, how someone is able to receive and interpret what you have to say and be happy with it. Happiness and agreement are not always byproducts of truth. But it is something that you can sit in disagreement with if you you find yourself in that position where you might disagree with someone, you can then sit in that world and say, I have given you what I believe to be true. And 
if we are at an impasse and we can no longer communicate, it's not your problem. Maintain your peace. It might be the simplest solution is to just walk away. Now, older rhetoric would tell us that the truth to that is a fallible experience because you'll get taken advantage of, you'll get walked over, people will manipulate you and bully you. But I argue that that is not what's going to happen. There are enough people in this world that will not do those things to where by becoming someone that is able to present your truth accurately and clearly, you will begin in the first time you start to practice this, shed all those people that have benefited from a manipulative transactional relationship with you. And that's going to feel awkward. And you're going to have to sit through that. And that's where coaching or even just a good friend can help you navigate those uncharted waters, those world where you're losing friends, you're losing careers, you're losing positions, you're losing communities that you once perhaps held dear. But the person that you had to be to exist inside those communities, those friendships, those business arrangements, that job, maybe isn't something that you're proud of. It might not be somebody that you're happy with. And so you have to make a choice. And it's rare that someone gets to transition away from this immediately. It is usually a process, but it is a process that you need to begin in order to finish. So this pursuit of peace, in contrast to the American doctrine of the pursuit of happiness, I think is something that is integral to the existence and of the global culture that we're starting to form. This world where it is okay for each of us to present our truth and then with empathy hear another person's truth and then find a common ground or not. If the goal is not agreement and the goal is peace, you may find the most expeditious way to peace is through an exit. And in the world of global culture, where you're not limited by the five friends you grew up with, where the eight family members that you've known since birth, you have the openness of multiple cultures, multiple different communities to pick and choose from, to select individuals from in this group and an individual from this group that aligns with your understanding of the world currently, that acknowledges your growth, can value your growth, and can be proud of the person that you're trying to become, that can celebrate your wins without dismissing them, without being challenged by your own personal success, but also can be supportive when you are struggling. It's one that we all seem to be seeking, and yet at the same time eludes most of us. We continue to operate in a world where conflict with others, whether that be in personal relationships and partnerships, whether that be in friendships, whether that be in business partnerships, all tend to generate conflict. 
It's as if the old culture valued how hard something was and equated that with how valuable it was. I've known friends, I've known colleagues that lived in their work world in such a way where if it wasn't hard, then they weren't working hard enough. And if you think about that, no matter how well you design your life, how well you design your systems, how much you value people around you, there's a part of you in this cultural that tells you if it's not hard, if you're not struggling, if there's not conflict, then you're doing something wrong. And I'm here to offer that I don't believe that to be true. I believe that if one person wants it to be hard, it will be hard. So the goal of those that value the pursuit of peace is to begin to shuffle off the people that cannot contemplate a world where it's not hard and start to attract the people who acknowledge and recognize the simplicity of life. Thank you for listening. This is John David Whalen with the High with John David podcast, a production of the Sex and Humans podcast. Not sure if the path of your parents is the path for you? What questions do you begin with? What does self-discovery feel like? My journey of self-discovery has been both my privilege and my tribulation. I have lived life differently than most. I offer educational sessions on how to pursue your path. Links and contacts are in the bios. Thank you for listening to the Sex and Humans podcast. My name is John David Whalen powered by Riverside FM.